Hello, and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, brought to you by Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's program. And Rachel, the one that he really desired, the one that was first in his heart, I believe, if I can say this perhaps, the one that was God decided, the one that was God inspired, the one that was God uh, imputed his desire within Jacob to have Rachel couldn't have children. And so the reproductive power that was needed to continue the lineage that Jacob felt in his heart that his purpose was could not perform. There was no children. And so God, for some reason, it seemed that God was maybe looking the other way at times. It seems that way in life. At times that God is looking the other way and he's not seeing my present desperate need. And this continued on. And after Jacob was rather aged, he was getting older, it says that, and God remembered Rachel that she couldn't have children. And she said, oh, okay. And then Rachel had a child. And that child's name was Joseph. You see the turmoil and the patience and the endurance and the, the resolution of I'm not able to have any children with this woman. All at once, here comes the miracle baby, and his name was Joseph. All right? You see, so all the other children that they had up until this point, if I can say this, and I'll say it carefully, I'm not sure how to word it, but they were Jacob's children, but they were not the children of blessing because it was not with the intended wife that God had inspired Jacob to have, and that was Rachel. And as soon as he had that Young boy, Jacob, immediately there was a change in the family. It says here that his family changed from that point on, and he talked with Laban and said, Okay, Laban, and I'll put a little bit of my words in here. Laban, I've had my son now. I've been with you all these years. And while I was with you, the cattle started to grow. Things got healthier. Your fields produced better, and Laban recognized that. Laban recognized that there was a special blessing somewhat on Jacob because he was with him all that, that length. Now that blessing also went from there, and he went on to Joseph. And you'll see it in his lineage. All right? Now we'll look at some of my notes because I'm going to just read some things and maybe a couple verses. So we see that the whole family changed now. What was the change? They started moving from that point on. It was from that point on that Jacob had what he felt he should have to move away from Laban. And he did so. They immediately moved after that. And he took his children, took the two wives that he had, and, now, and, and also the concubines that were there, and he took the whole flock and everything, and he left. There's a lot of detail that I'm skipping in that I don't believe will necessarily apply to what the subject is today. So Jacob now leaves his father-in-law after the firstborn. Joseph now was the firstborn. But there was others that were born. No, Joseph was the firstborn. Interesting picture. All right? So we look to Genesis chapter 37, verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph. Remember, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Why? Because 
He was the son of his age and. Notice the word and. There's two specific reasons. He was the son of his age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now, when, when you do the and, there was, there's two options. There could be other words that would be put in between there that would change this verse. And you look at his original, it stays the same, the original meaning. So what we have here, there were two reasons that Israel or Jacob, and I believe it's very, um, very uh, a defined word to say that he calls him Israel here. Because remember, Jacob in the old time tried to do everything on his own power. And he tried to please God with all his strength, but he couldn't. And so he used craftiness. And he used his own mental ability and his mind to figure things out and to imagine stuff and to out-trick the enemy. But now it says Israel. doesn't say Jacob. It says Israel, which is the transformed man. He loved Joseph. And he loved him for two reasons. One is because it was his firstborn son with Rachel. And the other thing, he wore a coat that had many colors. Now, when you look into the details of a coat of many colors, this you basically found in king's houses. This had to do with royalty. When you look and, and look it up and, and do some research on it, why and where did the coat of many different colors and so forth come from? It came from a connection with royalty. So when, when Joseph was put uh, or has been given a coat or a rope of many colors, it meant that there is some sort of a royal connection somewhere. Now I believe that that Israel, call him Israel now, Israel saw this because of the plan he understood with God. This was the reason that he wanted Rachel to be his wife. Because the first son that would come from them would be a son of royalty. Because he was a miracle baby. He was a miracle baby. And I believe every baby is a miracle baby, but this one here is a miracle, miracle baby. Because he, she could not naturally conceive. They tried and tried. Number one, he almost couldn't get married to her. Worked 14 years and it looked almost impossible. There are so many obstacles that stood in the way of this marriage. And then finally they married. And now is the other obstacle. And you'll find that these obstacles almost always were in the Old Testament were just like that. People that had promised, people that were promised from the Father, people that had special callings, and that goes all the way back. Look at all the different ones. We've preached on them for years. Jacob himself was one. And you go on back, and Abraham and Isaac and their wives, they were barren. They couldn't have children. Here comes the lineage of Christ. Well, what we have here now is, let's read some, some verses. This, number one, this royalty was a prophetic token that I believe Israel saw. He saw that this is a miracle baby because I almost couldn't, I couldn't bring this young boy into the world. I was an older man now. Rachel was obviously not able to conceive. And so what do we have here? We have a miracle baby. What happens next, it says that it was, and I, what I did is I read the whole story of Joseph to find out where he got the Holy Ghost. 
Where did he get the Holy Ghost? Because it is obvious, according to the Word of God, that he had the Spirit of God. He had the Holy Spirit. But where did he get this Holy Spirit? Where did he, where did, what happened? And so I read the whole story very, very, um, very carefully to find out if there was any in, uh, implication at all that there is where he got the Holy Spirit. I couldn't find anything. But I did find some things. Remember now, he wore a robe of royalty that was, I believe, a prophetic robe that was put upon him that spoke of his future. And what did happen? It made his brothers jealous. And they became critical of him real quick. They started being critical about him because they felt he was a favorite boy. And they tried to somehow outdo him. They were just, it says that their eyes were on him after that point. Just like it was when David was anointed by God, Saul's eyes went right on him and, and followed him through. Watched him out of the corner of his eyes to see what kind of mistakes they could find. But I see two things that I believe something happened after these two things that Joseph did. It was soon after this that it says that Joseph had a dream. Some of you remember the dream of the sheaves and so forth, the harvest. Number one, so he had a dream. Number two, he said, here I am. God spoke to him in the dream, and he put out a request. And Joseph simply said, here I am. In other words, I am available. That's about all you see. There is really no implication anywhere that anything else really happened. In Genesis chapter 39, verse 2, it says, The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord, that the Lord was with him, verse 3. And the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Verse 5, And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house, and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in the field. I believe this is the story. And I know some people have a difficulty with me as I say this, uh, whether it's out here on the Internet or where it is. But I've stood this test and I've stood for it and I believe it. I believe when the Holy Spirit is upon you, you will prosper. Might not every minute, might not every year, but you will be a prosperous man. This is the exact picture. I'm not saying that you will not have needs. I will, I'm not saying that all that way. But the Holy Spirit, look at what he did. Even the fields grew better. And even the palace that he was in, even that started to blossom. Now, I will say this. You might have a problem with me saying that, but let me say this. I reestablish my thought. This is how I believe. And it's furthermore my conviction. And if you have a difference of opinion, that's fine. This is not an opinion for me. It's a conviction. That I believe that God wants His Holy Spirit to bring restoration to everything, wherever we are around. You look at the power of the Holy Spirit, what it did in the day of Joseph which was even a different story than what the Holy Spirit does today. 
Does it mean we don't go through trials? Absolutely not. Look what happened to Joseph. Look at his story. But God prospered him. Even the grass grew, the fields grew, the cattle grew. It happened even back in the, in the, in the day of Laban. I just believe that. It's my conviction. And if you want to fault me on it, that's fine. That's my conviction, and I walk with that. All right? Now let's look at, well, where then did Joseph receive the Holy Ghost? What really happened? Well, we recognize that Pharaoh said he had the Spirit of God in him. I'll give you a verse in a little bit. But one thing that I found, that Joseph... I don't really know where the Holy Spirit came upon him, but I know one thing, that his brothers, his own blood brothers or half-brothers, became very jealous of him. They were very jealous, and they despised him. And that will do something to a person. When someone is jealous of you or despises you, it'll do something. You know what it'll do? It'll put you on your face. And what happens? When you're on your face, things start breaking down in your heart. Things start breaking in your life, and you become dependent on something that you're not. But when you do not face those situations, you depend on that which you have. This is where I see the beginning of where there was Joseph in the presence of God, where the Holy Spirit started doing a work in him. Where did Joseph receive the Holy Spirit? I do not know. All I do know is he was sold twice. He was sold to the Ishmaelites, and then the Ishmaelites sold him to the Egyptians. And the father that he loved, he could never see him again, he thought. I don't know where he received the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.